0: Oh, never coming in whistling again, that's for sure.
1: How great was that, though? I mean, the funniest uh, thing. Episode 439. How about, did you actually listen to the part where I listened to the whistling language? No. I included, like, Colin included the track of what I was watching so people could actually hear the whistling that was going on video. Oh, my gosh. Video. Oh, my gosh. It's classic, I love man. this. I can't wait to hear that. Oh, my God, you crack me up. That was a hoot and holler.
0: Yeah. An accidental. Well, besides, uh, yeah, right? An accidental. I love stuff like that. But, uh, you know, besides being subjected to whistling, yeah. how are you?
1: <laughs> Fine. I can't wait to hear about your camping adventure. Oh,
0: my God, Suze. It was, it was first of all,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Ren and I are the ultimate campers. I'm sure. There, We will go toe-to-toe, head-to-head, Tent to tent. What's his strength? Tent to tent. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, uh, camping shoe to camping shoe. Uh, his strength is. Uh, oh my gosh. See, I would say we're both like 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 pocket knives. You know where we have mm. many functions. Because I was even thinking like as there was one night where we were like making a fire and to get we were making like the best fire and have like the best technique for it and i was thinking about like how i would tell Susie about this and how i could imagine you being like so what like what roles do you have like who does what which is essentially exactly what you said right there i'm like i totally know what she's gonna ask me and then i in my like as i was imagining this conversation i imagined me answering like well we both do everything together and you'd be like oh teamwork makes the dream
1: work over there yes it
0: really is fun like we we uh uh, we're both like the seed the job to do and do it you know and like how can we you know what he's really good at he's good at creating the setup and the layout Mm, that's to make like a nice flow and to make it feel like homey yeah Like he's really good at like setting up the chairs in like the certain way and making it like all, you know, like in a nice little circle. Yes.
1: Logical. Yes. Yeah. Were there other humans around?
0: Yeah. Uh, yes, but very far away. Yeah. And there was, and the best part was that the camp, uh, we had such a beautiful campsite. We were up in Sequoia and, uh, in Sequoia national park and, uh, We were on the site that just opened up to this huge meadow. So there wasn't anybody behind us or around us. There was another campsite that was probably about 50 or 100 feet away, maybe 50 feet Mm -hmm. away, something like that. And that was empty until the very last day when who pulls up but like... (laughs) The fraternity. No. And it was like, it it was laugh a minute because we're walking, like we're walking back from a hike or something like that and we can hear them. And as we walk by, there's one guy who's like oiling himself up. Oh, Lord. Who looks? I swear to God, like Zac Efron, and he's like shirtless. (laughs) And then like his buddy is like doing planks on a log. Oh my god! And like Ren was like, oh my god, dude. In the first five (laughs) minutes you got here, you 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 did your workout. You started planking on logs. They're like, this is ridiculous. Was it only men? Yes. Oh. And they were. It was all just like, (sighs) like. It, you know what it seemed like? It seemed like a group of high school kids because then there were an, a few other ones. It was really interesting to watch these like young male dynamics like unfold over 24 hours because I could like, <laughs> hear little bits of their conversation. And I was like, man, and they want to say that the girls are the mean girls. Guys, yeah. are, these guys are worse. So what it seemed like is there was a group of like maybe – I have no idea the background on who these people are. They could be brothers, they could be friends, <laughs> something like that. All yeah. I know is, like, a bunch of dudes that that looked like they were in their late teens, early... Tw- like, probably late... Maybe, like, eight, 17, 18, the 19, 20, 21. Uh, They did not recognize, see me, or even look, or had anything. They were too busy planking. And, like, flexing <laughs> all weekend. It was ridiculous. Okay. And uh, so it looked like they're... they're it almost looked like there was like a cool group of guys, and then there were a few guys there who I just like looked over and oh, I couldn't even help it. I had to like say, "Oh, Sarah, you're not in therapy mode anymore." I was like, Oh, that guy's suffering from clinical depression." Oh my I'm like, god! Don't go around diagnosing people. You know, he's like it, it just he had that that look. I was just like, "Oh, he's sad. He needs to." But so. It felt like these were a group of guys that maybe knew each other for a while or there was like groups of brothers or something and they were like the cool ones who like discovered girls and like went to the gym and put a whole bunch of energy in that and then other guys who like instead found like I don't know, love in video games or something and now the cool guys are it's like they were peacocking around the it's like the alphas around the betas. It was very weird. I don't love it. I You do love it or don't? No. I don't at all. Don't it was like bro super weird. At all. It was bro culture. And I was <laughs>
1: like, ugh.
0: And so, luckily, the that day we ended up moving because that site was, we only had it for like two nights. So, we had to move one site down. And when we moved down, we, we moved out of earshot. And they were so loud. Yep. And then they kept on going. They would do things like go for runs in the morning. Oh, like, I was like, ugh. And people are like, what's wrong with that? I'm usually I'm all for run. This is right. different. This is like how people work out on the challenge. Right. Where it's like you work out for half an hour. It's but a performance. It's a performance, and you spend yeah. the majority of the time talking about how you did it. Yeah. And like, like putting on sunscreen. I was like, they call each other bro all the time. It was so stupid. Ugh. And I was like, I don't know what's going on, but it's just a bunch of dudes. It all. All of them had to have their own tent. Like, oh my god, just, for real yes that's so great because like you know if like the shared tenant it, it'd probably be like gay or yeah, no homo right no homo right oh, i was just God's like sake. these so thank goodness we moved we moved down from them and and Boys that was so uh, weird that was it was really weird
2: okay it's time to commit 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself begin your new smile journey with bite and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks
0: But it was, oh my gosh, every single thing about the trip was so much fun from just like being in nature. Ren and I loved it, but I'll tell you, there was one member of our our, uh, uh, camping family that was not too happy. What happened? Bo is not a camper. Why? She's a diva? Oh my God. The whole time. So there's this dog that Bo is friends with at the dog park that and who lives in our our building. And her name is Gail. And we always imagine Mm -hmm. Bo and Gail, like, and they're like, like, (laughs) Bo's like a little old lady. And Bo and Gail are like having their conversation. And Bo, let me tell you. So I rescued Bo. She, when I rescued her, the... The, but really, she rescued me. Uh, the, <laughs> the the people who I got it from said that she had never lived inside, like that she was an outdoor dog, okay. and that she was like a street dog before that. It was like now sh- she has had a taste for for the indoor the life, life, and was like. Oh, you think I'm going to go back to being homeless? You have got like, to be kidding me. So the whole time we were doing Bo's voice and how she would be talking to Gail. So we were like... <laughs> Gail. As soon as we take her out of the car, Bo's like... She, like You could tell she's like not into the dirt. And we she we just imagined her saying, Oh, Gail is going to get an earful about <laughs> this. Oh, just wait till I tell Gail, Gail like about it? this. She... Well, so she... Well, first of all, she's got some allergies. She's an older dog, <laughs> oh and so she's got some allergies. And I think the dust and the dirt and everything was just kind of getting to her. So she was doing, like, a little bit of sneezing, coughing things, so I gave her some Benadryl. But the 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 real kicker was, like, I mean, we've we've been inside for a long time, and she hasn't gotten the proper exercise that she needs. So mm. She's a little slower than she used to be. Yeah. So we took her on a hike. And the hike, we brought tons of water. We, yeah. You know, kept her in the shade. We, I did everything that you're supposed to do. We, like, let her run around. And she's and she tells us. She, like, will stop in the shade. And she's like, no, I'm not walking anymore. Wow. And so, oh, yeah, for sure. It's really funny. She, like, slows down and goes really slow in the shade. And then goes really fast through the sun part. And now we're going to get her some little boots to put on her little feet. Because we don't want them to get hot. But, oh, my Because she's, like, a little. I mean, but, you know, if you're an old lady, you'd probably want some of those little comforts as well. Sure. But when we got back... To, so we went on this nice long hike. It was so gorgeous, but it was one where we started walking, and then we didn't really know where we were going, and there was no service or phones or even a trail map or anything. So we're just like, oh, let's just take this trail. And and the ranger like gives us one of those general direction things where we go, oh, where's the trail? Like, are there any good hikes over here? He's like, oh yeah, like, uh, you know, just go out of like Campsite 23 and uh, go down the road. Okay, like that. No left, no right, no like how long it's gonna be, no, you know, that to turn around, no, no other information. You're just like, okay, I'll just walk that direction, I guess. And so we didn't know how far it was gonna be, and we are on the trail and passed this other couple and asked them like, oh, you know, is there a lookout point or like how far is it up and how long is the hike? And the guy goes, oh yeah, yeah, no big deal. It's just like three switchbacks and then you have a little bit of a straight part and then you're like right there, this beautiful clearing. This motherfucker, I don't know what he was what his idea of three. Is this like the there and back and there and back and that's one of he's counting? Because we were like, are you kidding me? So yes, it was a little bit longer than expected, but Bo's been on like four mile runs before. She's fine. She's not like it's not like we were taking her like and it wasn't all in the sun, it was in the shade. When we and we made it to look out beautiful, by the way. When we finally get back down the mountain,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Bo is like I have a video of it. She crashes and, like, is dead to the world. Come on. And then, oh, dead. And then would just, like, refuse to drink any water. And because she w- she really was. Like, she, she was, like, getting a little, probably getting a little bit dehydrated up there. And even though I was giving it to her, she was getting to that point where, like, she wouldn't drink anything. And then... She t- sometimes gets like that where she's like, no, I don't want to do this. Wow. So, uh, and she would even do silly things. Like she wouldn't drink any of the water and from the bowl, I was giving it to her in. And then I was like, oh, let me just try switching it to the bowl that we used when we were hiking. So I switched it to the pink bowl and she drank out of it. Why? I, was like, oh, for pizza. I don't know. She's fussy. I have. She's being fussy. <laughs> and then she was like having like a... a, a you know, some allergies, and I think it's probably from the dirt we kicked up on the trail, so she's making like this, <sighs> and I gave her some Benadryl, and she was fine, but wow. the whole time, I'm freaking out, like, oh like my God, Benadryl? did I just kill? Yeah, a doggie Benadryl and people Benadryl are the same thing.
1: Get out. Yeah, for real. But you give her like that pink pill? Yeah. Oh my God. So And then does she get all like sleepy?
0: A little bit, yeah. Okay. But also, it's mostly, and this is like, like, it's the same stuff. But, and I have a prescription for her, you know, and then I also have like in a pinch, she'd give her the per- people one, but there was something that must've happened on that. I don't know if it was, and we gave her water all day. She went to the bathroom. So the thing I always check is, and what my, my cousin is a vet. And so she always told me if the dog can eat and, and drink water and go to the bathroom normal in a period of like 12 to 24 hours, then. Your dog is okay. Like, check the vital signs. Ship Mm -hmm. shake. If there's no sign, like, no, and no, like, you know, like a a weird behavior. (laughs) She was acting totally fine, and she ate, you know, her food fine. She drank water, but she was still making this, like, Ca- like hawking noise, like something was caught in her throat, mm-hmm. and so I s- ended up talking to the ranger. And I- we were even thinking, like, man, if she keeps doing this, like, we're gonna have to go home. Like, I'm really nervous, and so uh, like we got really—I mean, I got really nervous—and I was like freaking out. And Ren's so good Aww. at keeping me calm in these situations. He's like, let's have a plan. If she's still acting like this, and you know, refuses to drink water or something before you know the morning, then we'll take—we'll find a phone. We'll call your you know cousin, blah blah blah. And in the morning, she wakes up, she drinks the water, she's totally fine. But she's still making and all this hawking-like noise. And I also notice on her back, on her, her coat, it's looking a little bit almost like there's like ripples or like like waves to the hair. And mm-hmm. I remember this from when I had Sigmund, that he would get hives, like would have an allergic reaction and get hives, and that's what that looked like. I'm like, oh, she has hives. So then... I, uh, this guy is walking by on the path on this path and uh you know we like say good morning he's with his dog and he, we're like oh how's your day and he's like oh good except my dog can't stop nipping at all these bees and flies and then i turn around and bo's of course going you know and nipping at things she must have swallowed a bee oh lord of mercy something like that so she the 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 park ranger was like oh yeah just give her a, you know a benadryl oh this was before i gave her the benadryl yes that's right so the park ranger <laughs> was the one who's like oh yes just give her a benadryl this happens all the time my dog and this dog was so cute the dog's name was pickles she's like my dog pickles like always does this and one time a bit a bee and his whole face swelled up so you know just give her like one maybe two and she'll be just fine and yeah gave him the benadryl and like the wheezing and all the coughing stopped and a little bit you know there was a little bit left over but as soon as we got home oh my god you've never seen a happier dog she was so excited to be home and like uh, the videos are hilarious (laughs) like you could see the smile on her face and she's uh, yes i i would you wouldn't believe it if i didn't show you the video but i could just imagine her being like talking to gail of like you know we live in la like right off of lincoln where there are a bunch of you know like people living in tents and there's a homeless population Mm -hmm. out here of p- individuals who are homeless, I will say. And uh, I know you can just imagine Bo talking to Gail and be like, yeah, Gail, you know those Gail. tents out on Lincoln? We stayed in one of those. <laughs> yes, I understand huh. we have a house here. I don't know what's going on I don't on get either. it either. I don't get it either. <laughs> and then they expect me to drink water out of a bowl covered in dirt. Dirt. Yes. The stuff that they vacuum
1: off the floor, fine in our bowls. Like she was My like, takeaway is don't get a dog and don't go camping. These are my takeaways from this story. <laughs> you made two mistakes.
0: She was – but we – it was so cute to just like see her out there like running. I mean she oh did enjoy God. parts of it. And and she did go into like, like, remember what it was like to be a dog and, and would like chase squirrels. And there was one time where she like was, was watching the squirrel. I mean, she did not move for 20 minutes. And I was like, Bo, 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 hello, turn around, hello, Bo. And she would totally unresponsive, just like dead locked on this squirrel. So it was nice for all of us to kind of get out there and get in touch with nature. <sighs>
1: oh i'm glad you're home <sighs> did you what oh. was the mosquito situation by the way you know what
0: Not i usually bad.
1: get attacked
0: like crazy yeah, oh no it too. was bad
1: it was totally bad oh.
0: and there's something about i don't know ren and i had like an equal di- usually whenever i go uh camping with anybody nobody else gets bit but yeah. i'm like covered in them yeah so much so that there was a time when we were in was it rivals no uh uh x is two in the dominican republic i think it was I think that's where we were. Um, And I had 62 Mm. mosquito bites. And we circled every single one with a blue pen. And I, because I was like, what else do we have to do? 62. I'll never forget that. I was like, I'm covered. And other people would have like three. Not safe, right? (laughs) So uh, Ren happens to have the blood type that is the that the uh, uh, mosquitoes like the most. Hmm. So that poor guy was getting attacked. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the second most kind. So we, it was a nice, even distribution of, mm. of, you know. But we're good at the layering. We got, like, the citronella candles going. We got the, the fire. And then we love, like, little camping hacks, like putting, um, like, sage and eucalyptus in the fire. And because wow. that smell, like, helps keep the bugs away and keeps the flies away or all that stuff, too. Yeah. And so, you know, you got to do... What You gotta do, Dang. and I was like, just go easy on the deep because, like, on know, the I do you to like be able to like have a child. And I know, I isn't it know a bummer that, that the things that work the best are always like, yikes, yeah, probably gonna kill you? Yeah, I'm like, oh god, but oh my gosh, I'm trying to think what are some other highlights from the trip? Okay, question for you, Suze. Mm-hmm. So, when we pull up there, one of the guys who was helping us, the owner of Pickles, the dog, <laughs> um, was this park ranger. I didn't, we didn't get his name, um, he was so helpful, thank goodness for this guy. He had a Survivor bandana. Oh, don't they only give those to people buff? Uh He had a Survivor buff. Don't they only give those people who were on Survivor? Yeah, I think he was on Survivor. Yeah, what the heck was his name? You don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look him up. And I told him the whole time, I was like, just ask him, just ask him. And then I was like, I don't want to be that person who asks about the reality show thing because I don't like, I don't want people to do that to me. Sarah. But then, if he's we- I know, Suze. <laughs> but then I was like, if he's wearing the buff, then he probably does. And then my next thought was, well, I got to get him on the podcast. <laughs> I got to have, a- he's like the nicest ranger ever. And we got to talk about how those skills translated into being on Survivor. I want to know everything. I want to know how he did. Oh my God. I want to know who the heck he
1: is. I have so many questions. Also, I have to thank him for, like, helping me keep my dog safe. Isn't
3: so not funny?
1: Well, there's so many of them now. I was behind one on a flight, someone from Survivor. Really? I didn't know personally, but people kept coming up to them saying, were you on Survivor? And I was like, oh, my God, we're everywhere. Oh, my God. Everywhere. It really is what Andy Warhol said. Yeah. In the future,
0: everybody will be famous for 15 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Isn't that it? Yes. It's uh-huh. so true. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Um, okay. Let me think. Other amazing <laughs> things from my hike, or from my hike, from my camping trip that I, I actually wrote down a list. I was like, Zach Efron guy who was doing planks. Check. Oh
1: my God. Nicest
0: park ranger. Was he on Survivor? Question mark. Check. Uh, oh, this one is a funny one for you. I did say that I like we are the ultimate campers together. Yeah. Dumb. That is true. However... Mm-mm. This was our first camping trip together, and all the camping stuff was, like, my stuff that I've had for, you know, a really long time. And uh, so I did all of, like, the packing of everything. And Wren was working the Friday that we left, and I was like, okay, I'll handle packing. I have all the camping stuff. It's, I think I, I yeah, you had were ready all to roll. The bog- ready to roll. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I, it's like I managed to forget The things that were, like, the most important. Like, what? Well, okay. So, one situation. Wine? Not the most important. Oh, no, Suze. We overpacked that, which was, like, fine. Like, for real. We were, like, we brought, like, six bottles of wine for, like, three or four days. And then we ended up only drinking two. And we were, like, we may have overpacked a little. Like, didn't take into uh, account the 7,000-foot elevation and drinking at that (laughs) altitude and what that would do. Um, uh, But... So I, order, I, I ordered on Amazon this air mattress because I like, you know, the things that I care about when camping, I want to I, I, I want to sleep well, like mm-hmm. good sleep, decent enough bathroom, anything to do to make the bathroom situation a little bit better.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I hate do, the dishes situation. Like I don't like <laughs> washing dishes in cold water. So like anything you yeah. could do to get like make that. So like a camping sink and all that kind of stuff. Mm. so at least for the bed i want a blow up mattress so i go on amazon and i'm like i don't think i have a mattress a blow-up mattress i don't know why i forgot this like i thought maybe i lent it out and like didn't get it back or something so i go and i buy a a blow-up mattress that's great it has a pump in it built in so you don't even have to plug it in it's like got a little jet i don't know how it works batteries something And <laughs> it's gonna blow it up in the tent perfect i buy that it gets delivered in time and everything. I open it up, and as I'm opening it up, I turn around and look in my linen closet, and I'm like, wait a sec. I have a blow-up mattress. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll leave this one, and I'll bring that one. But then I was like, oh, dang, I need to buy a pump for it. So I go out, and I buy a pump. My dumb ass didn't think. And I was like, oh, it's okay if it's an electric, like a plug-in one because I've got a plug in my car. Yeah. I, I thought none of this through. The plug that I, the pump that I bought was 120 volts. My car only goes up to 115. Oh no! So we go to plug in the mat, the blow up the thing to blow up the air mattress, and it goes ah, Uh-oh. and f- nope, no go. So won't even turn on. Won't do anything. I'm sitting there like, all right, I'm gonna have to drive down the hill to go to a, buy real? an air mattress. Like I was like, what the hell do we do? This is so where we you draw like, the
1: line with comfort. The,
0: Cause I need them. I'm not sleeping. Like it is not going to be comfortable to sleep on that floor on nothing. I mean, I agree with you, but that no other option. Like I would, (laughs) if it were a mattress pad, like one of those like camping pads, I'd be fine with that. We're talking Mm -hmm. hard ground. Yeah. Uh, this, like, challenge style. This is your like, mm, limit.
1: Okay. Th- that
0: was, I was like, nope, I need to do this. Well, and not even for me, but also for Ren, too. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm, Beau, here really. I am the one who, who and Bo really, right? Here I am the one who, like, packed this, and, like, I, the part that's kicking me was, like, I was kicking myself over. and said, I have the frickin' mattress
1: with the pump sitting in my I can office. picture you, because when this stuff happens, you go into this, like, the BDE thing where yes. you're like nope, I'm going to handle it. I'll be back. I'm going 50 miles down the road to get a plug. You know what's
0: funny <laughs> is I usually would be like that, but Ren kind of takes over in that and he's like, "Okay, we got to make a plan for this." His is bigger than mine. So it like it it totally wow. he takes over and I and I'm just like I'm in the what do we need to... Yes. Let's You're problem solve. You're damn full in distress what,
1: all of a sudden. Yes. Okay. Totally. Gotcha. In that.
0: It's real nice. <laughs> it's real so nice. We, Story of my we life. We were like,
1: okay. And
0: he... Because I, I... And then I go to like the you're right i kind of go to like the extreme of like yep guess i'm driving down the hill i'm gonna do that and he's like whoa whoa whoa, maybe there's like an in between let's try (laughs) to think here so we decide to do is we and so he goes to the ranger station and now these rangers by the way have they have seen so much of us Mm -hmm. i mean they're like oh here comes red again but it's great because he's so sweet and he knows all their names and he's like oh yeah i just chatted with Tina." tina and like it's yeah, that was her name. It was so funny. And the first night we roll up there, rents like, so you know, do we have like a bear box at our site? Like, where do we put that? And she was like, Oh, there hasn't been a bear here in two years. What? And So the, right in Sequoia Park. And so the next day when we roll up, when we go and like go to collect firewood or give her some money for you know whatever the site was, she's was like, So, uh, run into any bears last night? And we were like, Oh, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic Tina. Classic Tina. <laughs> and. uh, yeah, it was real funny. <laughs> and uh, uh, so he goes over there to ask him about like, you know, do, what do you have a, 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 I don't know what he asked, a portable, you know, blow up thing. Maybe they have a pump or something. What they do have is an outlet. And so we think, okay, we just have to get the mattress over to the outlet. Oh my God. We have to blow it up there. So we put the mattress deflated in my car with the trunk open. We take a tablecloth because we're like, the worst thing you could do is put the air mattress on the floor and it pops. Like it hits like a stick or like something. So we have to like make sure that we're keeping it. That would be like the worst. You get it all blown up and then it pops and now we definitely have to go back down the hill. So we decided to put it in the trunk, Mm -hmm. blow it up, and then just try to like shimmy it out of the trunk. Oh my God. And the the problem is we can only blow it up about two thirds of the way full before it got like stuck in there. So then we right. take the two thirds of the full mattress back to the tent and we sleep on the two thirds. How was that? Mattress. Awful. Right, exactly how you think it is. It's almost worse. Yeah. And so the next morning we, we were like, we got We got to figure something out, you know? So we just decide, you know, we're, we're just going to carry the mattress over there. We're going to carry it on top of our heads all the way down to the pump, blow it up 100% of the way, and then carry it all the way back. And that's what we did for the last two nights, and it was fine. Wow. So forgetting the, the, the mattress pump situation, a little bit of a mm, not yeah. my best move, yeah. not my best work. The other thing I wasn't so proud of, it was like I, I forgot the other half to everything. I bring the mattress but no pump. I brought, first night we're going to have, we're supposed to have chili and baked potatoes and cornbread. I bring like stuff that you definitely want butter for. I bring the bread, but no butter. So we do like, you know, pull an audible and do like the, which then I had to ask Gran like, okay, but like, what's an audible? Because you need to, you need to like, uh, uh, that's a, a sports term and like, I may be cool and play fantasy football, but. I am not down with all the terms. And he's like, oh, that means just we just switched the plan at the last minute. I was like, okay, thank you. Oh, my God. You could have said that. But... So I was like, also, what do you mean by that? What is it that we're – what am I supposed to be doing in this situation? Driving mean... down the hill to get butter? And uh, so we ended up having hamburgers. But then I go to look for my hamburger stuff. I brought mustard, no ketchup. Sarah. I know. And then I go to make lunch the next day, peanut butter, no jelly. <laughs> It's like, it's, I mean, it's like I'm doing it on purpose at a sur- I was like, this is a joke. And I, I know I put all this stuff out on the counter. I come home and it's out mm. sitting, the ketchup bottle sitting out on the counter. I'm like, I knew I put this out.
2: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? <laughs> Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in. Every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
0: Okay. So uh, it was amazing and wonderful, and we got break. to go on a fabulous hike called the uh Trail of a Hundred Giants. Nice. Which was, yeah, it's all these, these redwoods. I mean, I can't believe redwood forest. It makes yeah. you feel so, it's so humbling. Mm-hmm. And these things are so old. Right. And like, and the best was this trail had, one of my favorite things are when they have the little plaques or like the little info boards yeah. that give the, the, the little fun facts about that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they were so cool. And... Uh, uh, let me try to think of some of my favorite ones. Oh, this one was great. Do you know sequoia is the only word that uses all the vowels? No. I loved that one. Wow. And that was, this one wasn't even on a plaque. This was just a girl who was a fact, like, just oh like me, God. like super fact chick who was walking down the trail being like, and did you know? And did you know? And I was like, no, that's an amazing she talking fact. talking to you or did you just overhear her? I just overheard her. Oh. <laughs> And I was like, I should have gone up and been like, I love your facts. Don't ever stop being you. <laughs> don't ever change. And I totally was like, don't ever change. And I totally told Red. I was like, this is great. I'm totally going to use that on the pockets. I'm like, I loved hearing that fact. And then it made me in my mind think, oh, okay. Some people do like those people. <laughs> wow.
1: That yeah, is interesting that was- about the vowels. I'm into that.
0: This one was crazy too. So these sequoias that grow hundreds of feet tall, like the, the largest circumference and that, you know, the distance around one of the bases of the trunks there. That's a single tree. A lot of them are two trees that have kind of merged into one, hmm. but one of the one, the biggest one around is 70 feet around. Wow. And so we're talking 70 feet around this thing goes straight up, but this is one of the things that I found that we, Bren and I were both like, what? The roots only go about two to three feet down. Oh no, that makes me worry. Right, they all spread out really wide. Like they, oh. they the root system is more of like a a shallow network right. that all connects. It's about width, yeah, yeah. It's about and it doesn't go deep, which is just really surprising to me. I don't know why. And I it guess didn't that say makes anymore. sense because
1: you know how sometimes you'll see one that's been uprooted in a storm. Yes, yeah, and that yes. is what it looks like.
0: Yeah, they, there were some recent ones that were, um, it's really interesting because you see, uh, uh like they have one that fell over. I think they said something like, "It it was, it fell over like 800 years ago or something like that, hundreds of years ago. And then there was another one that fell over in 2011 that was caught on film and I totally mm. want to see it. Yeah. And I don't like... Yeah, so, and you can see the difference in what the roots look like and what those, all of the, uh, and what they think caused it and like the, the like ground decaying and things like that. And then to just to think that it all starts from a pine cone that has over, I mean, it was like thousands of these little seeds inside and each seed is only the size of a grain of
1: oatmeal. (laughs) Did you learn that from that girl?
0: uh, No, that one was on the sign. That was really good. And then I learned that the stuff, the bark, the bark that falls off of the tree, that's called duff. And the little squirrels and chipmunks love to roll around in that stuff because it cleans
1: all of the ticks and fleas off of them. Oh, wow. And they call it a duff bath. And I was like, that's adorable. Hey, tell me this why the heck is there not like a deer population in California, really? Like, did you? There is. Is there in the forest there?
0: Uh, you know what? I didn't see any, but when we go to Cambria, uh, there are so many deer. It's like, okay, why aren't they around like, here?
1: Oh, that's a good. That's a good question. Maybe there aren't deer by your house. No, I never saw one in California ever, and I see them. You've all the never time seen in a deer.
0: Oh, oh my gosh! Come to Cambria, you will see at least. <laughs> Every time we go, it's like how many deers? We, we see? At least five every time. Okay, and there's always a family. It just depends on where you go. Gotcha. And okay. and in Yosemite, more people die from deer's at, than from bears. What the hell's happening? The car car wrecks? No. Oh, car wrecks too. But also people thinking like, oh, I can get close. It's like Bambi. Like the <laughs> deer's are the deer really do? fucking dangerous.
1: They buck they're them? really
0: dan- yeah, they, yeah, they 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 do the thing with the hooves. <laughs> what's that called? Not bucking them.
1: Right. I know what you they mean like, though. Like the kangaroo with the like boxing the, gloves. Yeah. And they like
0: do that. And then the, the <laughs> hoof coming at your chest, like that'll kill you. Right. I wouldn't want that to happen.
1: Yeah. We didn't see a single <laughs> animal a thing with the hooves. Mm. I'm laughing because like I know exactly hoofing. what you mean. Yes.
0: Everybody knows what I mean. That that thing with the hooves. Right. Like, right. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
1: When they get upset or like when they accidentally end up like in a house, you know how they do that Oh sometimes? my God. Oh yes. Boy. Or like get stuck in a car. Yeah. Like, have you seen that when they're like, the, they yeah. actually
0: do come through the windshield?
1: What's <gasps> mm-hmm. like not that boy. in Tommy Boy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. See that thing oh. back there? It's not an air freshener. It's a dead, rotting deer carcass. <laughs> that's what they said in the movie. Oh, that's funny. I wonder if that movie holds up. I guarantee you it doesn't, but it's so funny. I,
0: I guarantee it does. They're pretty much nothing does. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I'll still watch um, it. I'm yes.
1: just fine with it.
0: Yeah. But it's weird. I didn't see a single... Now that you mentioned that, like, I don't think I saw any animals. We saw some chipmunks and and but nothing it did feel very like i don't know oh, it wasn't it was like cra- a ghost town like, yes it mm-hmm. kind of did and it it did it did have that feeling which That's is weird, weird because cause
1: everyone's saying nature's healing or whatever
0: right yeah and it like feels too crowded
1: now. yeah Oh, my God. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it didn't feel too crowded up there. But, you know, Tina the ranger, one day, the first day we (laughs) wanted to go to the uh, Trail of 100 Giants, she had just come back and she was like, oh, don't go. There's a 10-minute line or there's like a line to get in. Into the trail? Well, there's only one place that you can park. And to park, they charge $10 to park there. So it's kind of like a $10 fee to go on the trail. And... Like f- per car, you know, mm-hmm. but like worth it because of those. T- if it pays for more of those plaques th- with <laughs> all the facts,
1: <laughs> the fact or plaques. to
0: or the fact, pl- oh my god, if those aren't what they're called, they totally need to rebrand fact plaque. When they oh say trail of
1: a hundred giants, are they referring to the trees? Yes, oh, and nice. there are
0: far more than a hundred for sure. Mm. And they're definitely giants. Oh my gosh, they're so cool. There's even some of the uh, the cool ones that we saw. There's one tree that has, or a lot of the trees actually, they get struck by lightning because they're so tall. Right. And when lightning strikes, it it strikes from the ground. So it creates yeah. the scar on the ground. And oftentimes the tree will heal itself and kind of wrap around it. So some of them have holes where you can climb inside and and it's like... It's like a, a hollow in the middle. Mm. And there was one called the Goose Den, and they said on the fact plaque that <laughs> farmers used to store livestock inside these trees.
1: Oh, and- heavens.
0: Right? And then at first we were reading the plaque and we're like, that doesn't even look like you can fi- You can't go in there. And I was like, I'm going in. And and, uh, and so I climb through the hole and I get inside the tree. And what? I go, oh, my God. It's huge in here. This thing, it's enormous. You can fit. And then I, I climb out and I go, Ren, you got to go in there. He's like, what? I, that's not even that big. He goes and He goes, oh, my gosh. You could fit a horse in here. And you then, went like, inside we- a tree? Yes. Is there a door, did you say? A hole? No, just a hole. <laughs> and then, and then the funny part is like, Ren and I are like, we're like adventure kids, and like, and then there was this group, there's this parent, these parents with their like two kids, and they roll their eyes and they're like, oh, for Pete's sake, now they're going to have to go. Yeah, in. right.
1: Were you afraid of bees in there? No. Oh we're my like, god, you're fine. so brave. We and we're just we we went.
0: We it was like a playground for like nature people and it was like we were climbing on everything and we would go on hikes and we'd just be like hey we're let's go exploring we're gonna go exploring. that's what we like called it we would be like climbing up and down the the trees and going in and out of like the trunks and it was so much fun and climbing all over the ones that fell down and ren's so fun he'll like walk ahead and he'll set the camera up all cool and then we'll like hike over the camera so it looks we got the cool shot And yeah, it was like so much fun. You guys are soulmates. Oh, it's so gross. Did you sing
1: harmony with the ukulele?
0: Oh, I should have. I only got it out for one second, but then the ranger came by and he was like, oh, that spot's available. So we had to move. And I was like, did they stop my concert? Because he was like, no, no, (laughs) you're fine, honey. I was like, oh my God. I just started playing.
1: disturbing the bees. It was
0: fine.
2: I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting.
0: Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> the nature, uh, the nature, just be, I had no idea how yep. healing that was going to yeah. be and how necessary that was. Well, when we're we got all home,
1: in trauma oh, right yeah. now. I just yeah. know this as a human population, particularly in the U.S., everyone's nice. in trauma and everyone deals differently, but you need some salve for that, so nature, yeah. it might be the answer or whatever. Yeah.
0: Mm. yeah mm. we got bro. home and, and uh ren's on the phone with his friend and uh i overhear him and and, and like his fr- friend was like asking how it was and and ren's like bro nature bro. is my shit oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> yes nature is my shit too that is the best <laughs> so we, all, we already have like more camping trips planned for the rest of the year and oh, we're good. just like we're gonna go every other weekend
1: wow my and god just don't I
0: will never forget. And Ren's favorite thing is like making lists. So we're going to make lists and put it on the side of the box. And we've already got our list of things to buy for the next trip. Things we don't need. Things that we pack too much of like wine. But Mm -hmm. isn't that crazy? I'm happy for you. I'm glad you got a little break. So when I was, uh, uh, you know, thinking about how amazing nature is and how beautiful it is and how much that was healing for my soul. You know, I was just like, oh, okay, let me like look and see like what else is out there to talk about. Cause it's like one of those, we know that nature's good. Sure. But I love when, like anything, there's the studies that come out that tell us just how good. Yeah. And so there at the uh, European Center for Environment and Human Health. Uh, there was a study that was done. Um. A team that was led by this guy named Matthew White. And it was a study of 20,000 people. And they wanted to know, they wanted to ask the question like, how long does it take to get a, no- a dose of nature high enough to mm-hmm. make people say that they feel healthy and have a strong sense of well being?
1: Like, how much do you need a week? Oh, a week. Guess. Yes. Yes. Um, I think it's not that much. I would a say. A week? Yes. It's a lot? No, no, no. I think you're, I think you're good. Think like the, t- the, the, uh. I would say uh, it's only like 10 minutes a day or something small. A
0: little bit more. It's 120 Gosh. minutes. Okay. And that's says, doable. Yes. To, like we, 15 and minutes we wanted, a day. Yes. They found that people who spent two hours a week in green spaces, so local parks or other natural environments. And I almost feel like your backyard counts. Yeah, for sure. I totally think it does. They were substantially more likely to report good health and psychological well-being than those who don't. And two hours was the hard boundary. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's like, that there were no benefits for people who didn't there, meet that threshold. Mm-hmm. It was like two hours and above, All yes, it's good. All or nothing. And it was so interesting to see um, uh, some of these results because I feel them. But I don't, it's one of those where, where you don't really recognize, like, I don't know why, like, why do I feel better in nature? And then this, like, oh, well it's this and this and this, you know, I try to do that even as a therapist. I try Mm -hmm. to look at like, what are the elements, like when you're feeling really good, when your things are going well, what are all the elements that make that up and how can you take those things and like duplicate them maybe when times aren't that great or what are the things about this? And so it was really interesting to, to read that, um, that nature, as long as pe- and this was, uh, one little like asterisk, it says, as long as people feel safe. So you have to be mm. in nature and also feel safe, not be like terrified and like lost yeah. in the forest, you know? Oh, so, God. uh, it lo- we all know lowers the blood pressure, you know, reduce nervous system arousal, but also attention deficit disorder and aggression lessen in natural environments.
1: Yeah. attention
0: deficit disorder. And I feel that so much. And then I was thinking back to what you were saying about the phone and the fire and the fire. Yeah. Fact.
1: Fact. So true.
0: (laughs) I was like thinking about it. I did. And I didn't look at my phone one time Mm because I, they basically, it basically turned into a camera.
1: Yeah. Right. That,
0: that was it. And you know, and I just really, oh, I felt that. And it was so, Fabulous, but also made me think about well, one of the things that was so difficult was uh, the process of actually getting us out into nature. Yeah, I had oh my god! The only reason I got this reservation was because there was like some last minute cancellation that somebody had, and I was on at two thirty in the morning on the like (laughs) government parks page, and this popped up, and so I like swooped it. And before that, it's booked out like till September. Yeah. And there's, and you can't even get in. And then I just read that they're closing, you know, a whole bunch of parks are closed. So as much as it's so great, we have to like carve out and find time in nature around us. And so I was reading this article, the same one that was talking about, you know, that study of, of nature. And this is something I never even thought of, but we talk a lot about food deserts. Yeah. Now there are researchers and policymakers who are talking about park deserts in urban areas. Yeah. And that's the whole thing.
1: Yeah. And it's not even like people kind of associate park or they, they make it synonymous with playground. But I mean, yes, playgrounds are one thing, but a park where there's trees and animals, wildlife, birds, all that, it's totally different. And it's healing. So healing.
0: Yeah. And there's, there's an organization called the 10-Minute Walk Campaign that's mm-hmm. working with mayors to, like, make sure that people have access. Like, everybody should have access to a, a, some sort of, nat- like, park or, or green space within a 10-minute walk. And that's something that mm-hmm. I, growing up, I think maybe I took for granted because my house backed up to the Santa Monica Mountains or, and the, like, Malibu you know yeah. canyon back there whatever you could pretty much like walk to the beach over the it would take you know hours but we'd go over the mountains and and it was beautiful mm-hmm. and a whole night na- and then you know some parts of uh Orange County I lived in I had that and then now living in the city yeah like I am in the city city you know it, there's like restaurants under me kind of thing like parking structure I like that well, that's sort one of, the of things I
1: loved about that Compton Cowboys book was it's talking mm. about how the use of horses, like equine therapy, and then also just being on the ranch to care for the animals yes. is literally considered a healing process for, you know, people oh. that otherwise may not have access to, um, as you're saying, parks or just nature, animals and things like that. Yes.
0: It feels so... Well, I imagine, I mean, minus hating the dirt because Bo is like that, but if, the same way Bo gets when she's around those squirrels and she's mm-hmm. like, goes back into like, like it, it feels like you get a reset, like mm-hmm. you connect with the thing that is what makes you human. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you, I listen better. I hear more. I see more. And if you can be the person who can, if you could like, I just feel like the, the, the thing to 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 be able to be comfortable in that place of peace in that place of like quiet and be able to enjoy that in nature so that you can duplicate a little bit of that in your mind in the crazy world that we live in when we're not in nature yeah. is so necessary
1: yeah, it and you helps. have to do it you have to be consciously doing it if it's not something yes. that's always around you you have yes. to seek it out. Yeah,
0: and it doesn't have to be. You know, the good the the thing that this article was talking about is it doesn't have to be a lot of space. It doesn't have to be like you don't have to go to the trail of a hundred giants or whatever. You just have to put your feet in some grass.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and lay then the like grass close look your up eyes, at the clouds. That's what's fun. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. yes. Oh my gosh! And looking up at the stars. Oh, uh, well, because you like, did it when you were a kid,
1: at... and then you stop at some point. So just do it again.
0: Yeah. Oh, this article also talked about uh, forest schools, which is a new rising thing. It's it's something that's been going on in like Scandinavia and different places, you know, outside of the United States. But this is like a new growing thing. And I didn't know a lot about this until I was talking to... uh, My cousin's son, I don't know if that makes him like my second cousin. I don't know how that (laughs) ever, I never know how that stuff works. Uh, But but her son goes to one of those nature schools and he's a senior in high school now, I think. Mm -hmm. And he spends six months of the year out at like, like living off the land and is a complete like natural survivalist and can like his role is to be the fire, like the fire guy.
1: Wow. And he,
0: he likes, he has, he's able to start fires like with no, like just with the, the, oh, when you go back and forth and <laughs> right it's kind of like, it's kind of like the deer hoof thing, you know, that thing where you go and then you blow on it yes. and everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yes. That thing. Is there a and name so, for that? Yeah. They're called, uh, I don't remember there's a name for like that kind of fri like friction fire. Mm-hmm. It might be that. That sounds really good. If it's yeah, not, that's what it that is. It's like- a friction fire. Yep. It's friction fire. We're going to call it that. <laughs> so yeah, I think that like oh, when the, when time comes for me to have some babies in their school age, I would totally send my kids to mm-hmm. a, one of these forest schools.
1: What's the end game though? Is it like designed to, the- to send you to forestry school or park ranger situation? Um,
0: You know, I don't, I would say maybe, I think that if anything, it, 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 I mean, in my mind, what that does for kids is it connects them to maybe like, I don't know. It, it feels like it teaches like life skills. Like Mm -hmm. it's very like, uh, um, things that apply practical. like very, yeah. Practical. Mm-hmm. That's the word that I'm looking for. And it can be like apply in many different, uh, uh different, you know, scenarios and environments. Like if you, it, cause really what you're learn what you want to teach is like problem solving mm-hmm. and, um, perseverance and resilience and, um, confidence and autonomy. And I think you can teach those kind of things are the skills like, you can teach somebody information anything in a book you could teach somebody, mm-hmm. but to build the skills that are required to then like put that information to use and mm-hmm. to use it in a way that is either impactful to society or you know uh, makes you successful or whatever gives you the life that you want that takes the those Other skill, those other, you know, that other kind of learning. And I think that's the the goal that I see in those things. Because I watched this, um, What my second cousin of mine, we'll call him that. I watched him blossom as a Mm. person from being really kind of shy and not, he's a twin, identical twin too. Mm. And so his twin, one of the twins is like real, like the theater major, he's like real chatty. (laughs) And like, and this other one is, is like the naturalist who, and now they're, they've both developed their own skills in different cat- like different areas. Right. And I saw him just like the confidence. I'm like, Whoa, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I, I love that. And so I think we just need all of this.
1: I'm thinking just that
0: return to nature,
1: given the situation in the world right now, I think there will be a lot of upheaval with regard to traditional education and public schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, as mm-hmm. more people choose to homeschool or alternative whatever. And perhaps that might be something that starts growing as a result. And yeah. I think people are kind of scared in an apocalyptic kind of way. So maybe those kinds of skills will become more sought after as well for that reason.
0: Yeah. yeah well, we have no more electricity. <laughs> My cousin's uh, right. friction fire abilities are really going to come in handy. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will be thinking that way for sure. Yes. I can't believe that I spent this entire episode just chatting about my camping trip, oh, but then good. maybe I can. I did, however, teach you that sequoia is the only word that uses all the vowels. Yeah. We learned and, a lot uh,
1: from that unnamed woman. We learned some things from Tina and Pickles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've given us a real gift today. Oh gosh. Well, thanks for listening to me, Sue. I hope people give I'm- us a gift and tell a friend and follow us yes. on social and give us a five star review. Yes, we, tell us
0: about your favorite park
1: that you've my God, visited yes. and the, your favorite thing to do out in nature. Or camping hacks. I love a camping hack.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love a camping hack. And you guys tell us good enough ones and maybe I can get Susie's
1: ass to go camping with me. You know what? All of the living have hope. Let's hope so. Let's just <laughs> believe it's still possible. We'll see you Fingers next time. Fingers crossed until next time. Bye. Yay!